Hey guys, it's Dr. J. And Apostle Sherman. And we are so excited that you have tuned in for this week's message. We pray that it blesses you and helps to transform your life and the direction that God has for you. Enjoy the message. I'm so excited about what God is doing. Boy, listen to me. We may be in pandemic, but there's still amazing things happening at All Nations San Bernardino. And I'm excited to have a church um, that did not just say, hey, we're going in a cave, but we've decided to be committed to continuing to change, change not only the lives of our partners here, um, but people that are watching all over the world. Listen, we want to tell you we're excited that you tune in. We're excited that you, on a regular basis, support what God is doing here at All Nations San Bernardino. Now, before I jump in the word, we want to honor um, our apostle, our co-lead pastor, Dr. Chiquette Dumas. We honor her. I mean, the woman of God is pregnant before the Lord. child and we are grateful for for all that the Lord is doing in her life. Listen, um, we're going to Ezekiel chapter 44 verse 30. Um, um, but as we as we turn there, help me thank God for Sheree Dimby. And while you're at it, can we can we congratulate Pastor Byron Ravenel and Sheree Dimby on their engagement? Kiss and tell with the Ravenel. Yes, honey. I love it. I'm here for it all. Ezekiel chapter 44 and verse 30 is where we're going in the word of God. Um, I'm so grateful um, to worship the Lord um, with you today. And even those that are in this room, I'm grateful to worship the Lord with you um, as well. God is doing something special. Ezekiel chapter 44 verse 30. Let's go. The Bible says the best fruit, best rather of all first fruit of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifice shall be the priest. Also, you shall give to the priest the first of the ground. Everybody in here say the first. The first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house. I want to minister a message um, today entitled, I am willing. I am willing. Thank you so much. We started a new series uh, last week called The Blessing, and it was so good um, as God began to break down for us what the blessing looks like. But not only the blessing, the way we get the blessing. One of the things that we talked about is that the power of the first fruit, the power of the first fruit is all about the blessing of the Lord. Catch this, please. Resting on our house. Um, last week, we discussed just for a minute about how much God has given us keeping power for many of us who even sold our first fruit offering this year, the top of this year, we sold our first fruit offering, and I believe that God uh, had given us this revelation to do this as a local church, to put us in a position to be kept by him with all of the chaos that was on his way. Isn't he so good? I am so excited to hear so many testimonies and stories about even, even for people who have said, you know what? Maybe my job situation changed, but I was sustained. Maybe, maybe, maybe this kind of source of income left, but I was sustained. That God makes sure that I was taken care of all the way. If that was you, I just want you to type in the comments, thank you, Jesus. So, like, thank you, Lord, 
for sustaining me, right? I talk about it all the time from this perspective, that it doesn't matter if a recession, doesn't matter if a pandemic is happening with the rest of the world, it doesn't have to touch your house. I believe that the word of the Lord over your home is that no evil's coming nigh your dwelling place. Anybody believe that? No evil is coming to your space and that is I hear it like this it's blocked and I just I just feel that that it's just blocked whatever that hell has tried to send towards your life it's blocked it's blocked it's blocked I, I want y'all just to say in the room real quick thank God he blocked it he blocked it the blessing blocks the curse and the enemy had some major plans for 2020 but God blocked it one of the things that we talked about concerning the blessing um, is that it causes, um, uh, you get the blessing to flow rather based upon you listening to God and doing what he says. That the blessing flows in your life based upon you listening to God and doing what God says. Simple, but oftentimes not followed. Yeah. Simple concept, but oftentimes we can feel like we know best or we've had enough life experience to make us feel as if we know the right direction to go. But I want you to lean in to God today as he takes us even further in this series. I want us to look at a picture, a type and a shadow of the first fruit offering. Let's go to Genesis chapter 22 in verse 1. We're going to watch the blessing work. In Genesis chapter 22 and verse number 1. The Bible says, Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abram. And he said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son, focus in here, your only son, Isaac, whom, the, whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him as a burnt offering on the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took uh, took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and spilt, uh, split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place for which God had told him. Um, there was much at stake concerning this story. Um, I, I know many of you have looked at Genesis chapter 22 before and, um, and seen the story of Abraham, but I really want you to think about it from the perspective of God wanting and asking for the only thing that he had. He only had one son. Um, as we go through the journey um, with God, sometimes we feel as if that God won't ask you for the only thing you have. It's this idea that it must be the devil or something must be trying to attack me because this is all I have. But I need you to get to an understanding, lean in with me, that in order for you to embrace the next season of your life, you're going to have some all that I have moments. That God is going to require for you to give up the only thing that's there. See, the life of the believer is without a doubt a life of sacrifice. And, and I know we kind of did this thing coming in like, oh, I hit the lotto. I'm aggressive. It's about to be good. And it is good. But a part of God's goodness is for you to experience his love on all levels. His ability to carry you through a difficult time. His ability to, to raise you up and for you to walk in triumphant moments. 
It is the, it's the journey of both and. It's, it, it, that's what I love about the journey with God, that it's not this journey where it's like, ah, I'm waiting to get to a place where I don't have any challenges. It's not this journey where I'm waiting to get to a place where it all just kind of lines up. See, he gives us experience because he's such a good dad. He gives us experience where you have to, you're required to work your faith. You're required to work your faith. Your faith has been given to you as a gift from God. He's been giving, he's giving you that gift so that you can be able to function. You can't function without faith. You can't function in life without faith. And you're going to be able to go to the next level when you engage your faith. And sometime that faith will be challenged in those moments when you only have. God, I only have one friend. He said, I'll take you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, y'all just, y'all just just skipping through the park, and you're like, God, I'm just so happy. I thank you. I'm thankful that I at least have one. He said, I'll take it. Right? And you're like, why in the world would God take my only friend? For some of you, this is prophetic. For some of you, you feel that way right now. He did it because he said that you had made them a God. I'm going to get to my text. But, but, but you had made that friend such a God that you talked to the friend before you did him. So he said, let's go ahead and remove the idol and leave you at a place where you have nothing but me. God will require the only thing you have. God will require the last that you have. But the amazing thing about him is that he'll never require it of you and leave you without anything else. I'm about to run. He'll ask you for it and give you more than you ever had in your entire life. I wonder if there's anybody online at least. I don't know about these folks in this room, but I wonder if anybody online feels that thing today that I believe that even though you've walked through the pressures of sacrifice on the other end of releasing and obeying God in the sacrifice abundance it's not coming it's here right now I just believe that in November and December it ain't over I'm gonna keep telling you that abundance is coming to your life abundance because I want you to take the only one you got and what I want you to do, I want you to place it upon the altar. Sacrifice it to me. When you start dealing with things like only, you start dealing with the idea of where your commitment really is. Where your commitment really is. Only. It's gonna, only is going to expose your level of commitment. Yeah. Because like, God, I trust you up to this point, but when you start talking about taking the only, I believe for a car, all this time I finally got one, and then you tell me to sell the car. I remember there was some time ago, my wife and I had worked very hard um, to pay um, our car off. We had paid the car off, and I was excited. I was like, okay, no car, no praise God, no car, no praise God. And God said, give it to a mom. Huh? We just paid it off. He said, give it away. So God, you want me to give away? I've been a good steward. <laughs> I done paid my debt. You want me to give it away so I have to go get another one? See, God will ask you to do stuff that don't make sense at all. 
It won't compute in your natural measures, in your natural mind. God said, yeah, give the car. Can I tell you, as we obey God, God calls for so many blessings and so much to be released because we were willing to give away the only, the only, the only. God says, I want you to give your, not just your only, but look, your first. Your first. Your first. How, how many of you that are watching online real quick, how many of you remember your first love? Say, I do, or those in the room just wave at me. And uh, you remember your first love, and some of you are like, yeah, I want to forget my first love. <laughs> um, <laughs> some of you, you know, you remember that first time you fell in love. For some of you, um, it wasn't really love, but you called it that. And, it, it, you know, for some of you, it, you know, it was, it was the fifth grade. And you came into class and you saw this cute guy or girl and you was like, I'm in love. Mommy, I love her. Mommy, I love him. You've been in love. You remember your first, you know? You remember losing your first love? Just walk with me today. You remember the moment when you were like, oh, that, my first, it's, it's done. <laughs> There's no more <laughs> involved in this situation, right? It, 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 you got to the place. It's something about your first, your first. Some we're talking about cars. I remember my first car. My first car was a 1998 Honda Civic Blue. My first car. People always ask me, Sherman, what is, what is your uh, dream car? A 1998. Honda Civic Blue. And people are like, why? Because my first car was crashed. The story goes like this. Um, my, my, my younger sister was like, hey, you know, I was like, hey, so you, you know, you got your driving skills down? You want to, you know, drive the car for a little bit? You, like, you know how to drive? And she's like, yeah. So we get in the Honda Civic, my first we get in the Honda Civic 1998 Blue, and uh, it had a t cassette tape in it. So back in those days, if you wanted to do that, you would get your, you would get your, uh, your, your, your CD player, and then they had the aux cord that connected to the cassette. Y'all don't know nothing about this. Ha! Good God Almighty. So you put the cassette in, plug the aux cord up, and then you could play your CD. Yay, God. You couldn't have told me nothing about my Honda Civic 1998 blue. So, here we are, going down the street, coming to the light. The light is red. The car is still moving at a pretty high speed. Diana, press the brake. <laughs> Diana, press the brake. I am gas. Boom. We run into the silver box that's controlling the light pulse. Crash into it. Honda Civic. 1998. Gone. It's nothing like losing. Your first. I want you to think about this thing as it relates to Abraham. God says, I want you to bring me your only, 
I want me to bring, want you to bring me your first. Your first. And I don't want you just to bring it to me. I want you to take your only son, catch this please, kill him. Kill him. Some of you don't want to talk and say exactly what it was. See, you know, he wasn't just saying lay him on the altar. Leave him there. <laughs> he, that, that, that wasn't what he was saying. <laughs> He was saying, some of you get it, some of you don't. He, he was saying, he said, he, the idea of this was place him on the altar and kill him. Think about the level of commitment that Abraham had to have with God to take his only and his first, to lay it on the altar and be willing to kill it. Willing to kill it. See, a lot of times what we go through life is that we're dealing with the measure of our will the measure of our will oftentimes we think that we it sounds cute to say God is making us do something can I tell you when you say that it causes for God's ears I believe to cringe God's making me God doesn't want to make you do anything everything God has ever asked for you to do he wants you to do it willing. Lord, is this thing God? So for everybody that's telling all of their friends, God made me leave the church. God made me go there. God made me marry this ugly man. God didn't tell you to marry a booger. He didn't make you do that. We like to say, because we think that sounds deep, God made me. It's actually immature. Because the mature person says like Jesus, whatever your will is, it now becomes my will. I, I don't really want to do this right now, but I'm going to push myself into the position where I'm going to align so I no longer say God is telling me or making me do this. I just own it and I say I am about to step into this or I am about to do X, Y, and Z. I'm no longer going to serve God begrudgingly. The Bible says it like this. God loves a cheerful giver and we always think it has to do with money. But God wants you to give him your life with joy. Sherman, you preaching good today. Thank you, sir. God wants you to give him your life, your husband, your children, your family, everything that you have that's precious to him. He wants you to be willing to give it to him. And he wants you to be willing to give it to him with a smile on your face. So this this angry thing or this frustrated thing that I'm going to give something to God, but I'm not, I'm, I'm going to do it with a frown. Here you go. You've got to make a commitment to give it with a smile. I got another story. Can I tell you a story? I'm in a whole Joel East Osteen mood in my life right now. So listen to me. There was um, a situation when my wife and I got engaged. She tells the story that when we got engaged, it was at her 21st birthday and I, you know, I did what I could do. So it was a little dust <laughs> that was, you know, on her finger, but hey, I did what I could do, right? She still said yes, amen? Uh, so 
gave her, gave her, the, gave her the ring. I remember serving God in such a way in Oklahoma where the Lord had asked for me to give up my life. Um, I had finished um, at the school that I was at. I didn't finish school there. I finished at the school. Anyway, um, so <laughs> people really think I graduated from ORU. No, I, I did not. I graduated from a school that I won't name. But, but I, um, I, I went, <laughs> uh, I got kicked out of school because of non-payment. Someone was going to pay. They did not pay. Got kicked out of school. The Lord said, Sherman, stay here. Because I have nowhere to go. He said, get an apartment. I obey God. I get the apartment. I start serving at a church. Um, church that was very different from the church that I grew up in. I grew up in a 20,000-member church that I started in full-time ministry at 18. So I was like, God, I'm used to 20,000 people, four services, five sometimes a day, uh, Sunday, all of this stuff that was going on. I'm not used to a 100-member church. The Lord said, go and be there. I go to the church. I start serving. I serve faithfully. I served. I got a staff. I served when they could pay me. I served when they couldn't pay me. I just served my church. Because I served my church and was faithful to my church, the Lord blessed me tremendously. Remember we were in a prayer gathering one Sunday. We're seeking God and we're praying. And this lady walks over to me with the biggest smile that she could have on her face. And I was like, you know, if you, you're, in the, you're in a spiritual moment and somebody's standing over you like, <laughs> can I help you? So she, so she, she comes, she's just smiling. Uh, her name was Deborah. Deborah walks over with this ring um, and the card that um, kind of stamps and says how many carats the ring is. The ring and what do they call the other thing with it? The band. Uh, the, it, was, it was two rings, a whole bunch of diamonds, seven carats. She brings me the ring, and she, with the greatest smile, here's my wedding ring. The Lord said, give it to you to give it to your fiance. He said, give you this ring as a sign for the life you will live one day that even though you didn't have the money to buy her the ring that you wanted to, God said, this is how your life will be. Anything you could ever think of, he's going to put it on your finger. Why are you telling us this story? She gave it with a smile. She stood in front of me and gave her own wedding ring that my wife has on her finger right now with a smile. What has God asked you for that you've been frowning about? Abraham says, let's go up to the mountain, Gail, and let's go on and take my first, my only, and I'm going to put it on the altar with a smile. Bible doesn't say he did it begrudgingly. It doesn't say he was frustrated about it. He did it freely. He did it freely. Isaac comes in agreement. Isaac was a, uh, was a big enough uh, man, a uh, teenager man, that he could literally have walked away. But he went knowing and understanding that something was coming. He said, Lord, where's the sacrifice? He said, the Lord will provide. <laughs> A.K.A. is you, bro. And so... Uh, Lay on down here. He, he, he comes into this situation and he's willing. This, this message today is all about that concept today. You being willing to give in every area of your life. Not just money, your time. 
your time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm supposed to step into that. Some of you stopped giving your time because you felt like a certain person was wasting it. And I get it. I don't like to sow my time into people that waste my time. But sometimes I found out that God will tell you to keep sowing your time even when they waste it. Oh, got silent in this room. That he'll tell you to keep sowing your time. Why? Because he'll be working patience and long-suffering in you. It was never about them. He was trying to work something in you. It's this thing on. What he was trying to get out of you is a stronger character. So he told you to do something that didn't make much sense. Keep sowing your time. God, they keep wasting it. They don't do nothing that I try to instruct them to do. They don't pay any attention. Keep sowing your time. God, they don't listen to anything I say. Keep sowing your time. God, they're the most ignorant acting fool I ever met. Keep sowing your time. That's kind of the way I talk to God. He said, keep sowing your time. Keep sowing your time. Why? I'm working something on the inside of you. And I don't want you to just give your time and just do it. God, I'll do it because you said it. I want you to give your time with a smile. I want you to be willing. So the Bible says Abraham was willing, Isaac was willing. And, uh, and so he, he, he commits to sacrificing his first fruit. His first fruit. If you understand about Abraham, he had other sons. Isaac was the first. Abraham said, I'm going to commit to give my first fruit with a smile. First I have with a smile. The Bible goes on to say this is how God responded to him. In Genesis chapter 22, verse number 16, I want you to grab this. He said to him, by myself I have sworn, says the Lord. That's heavy talk right there. Because you have done this thing, what? Giving me your first fruit, you did it willingly. You did it with a smile. Because you have done this thing and have not withhold your son, held your son, you did not hold back the thing that was your only and your first. You, you didn't withhold this thing, but you gave it to me, your only son. This is what the Bible said, verse 17. Please pay attention to this. Blessing, I will bless you. I'm going to just run. PJ says, why do you say that and not run? I just want you to run. Blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply you. I want you to do me a favor real quick, and I want you to take the position of Abraham. And I want you to realize that God is no respecter of persons. And if you position yourself to sow your first fruit, I want you to take these scriptures in Genesis 22, stone of verse number 16, as your own. I am prophesying to you. Good God Almighty. Maybe y'all clapping at home, Danielle is, but I'm about to prophesy what's about to happen in your life. And I'm going to tell you 2022, 2021, I'm already far ahead. 2021, good God Almighty. 2021 is going to be one of the greatest years of your life. Now, some of you said, you said that about 2020, and it was. <laughs> you just didn't like it. Sometimes the good things that God is working inside of you, like, no, nah, you're just trying to make it sound good. No, I ain't. What God was trying to work inside of you was something powerful. And many of you, the reason why you missed out on the overflowing blessing is because you let the devil put a smoke screen in front of you through a thing called pandemic, and you end up giving up on a year that God wasn't finished with. And I feel like what's about to happen in November and December is that you're about to step into the greatest blessings. I can't hear nobody. I said, you're about to step into the greatest blessings you have ever seen because there goes the smoke screen.
So, I got here's your word. He said, by myself I have a sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing. Here's what the Lord says. He says, blessing, I'm going to bless you. Multiplying, I'm going to multiply you. So I'm not just getting the blessing, but the blessing will be multiplied. That whatever I touch my hand, put my hand to, and whatever I do, he's going to cause for multiplication to come upon it. I believe in multiplication. Aren't you tired of subtraction, God Almighty? Aren't you tired of division? I'm even tired of adding. Glory to God. I want multiplication in my life. That's what I feel. I got into a place where I decided that I was not going to be tripped out, Stephna, about what left my life anymore. Because I knew that what was leaving my life was just making space for the multiplication. Going, going about your way. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Because I'm not worried about a thing because I know what's on this way right now is multiplication in my life. Go on and move to the left and move to the right. Go on and make some space because God is about to multiply. I need you to type into the comments real quick. Multiply, multiply, multiply. He said, I'm not only going to multiply you, but catch this please. What you do touches your descendants. When you sow your first fruit, it's not just for you, but you're sowing this thing, and this thing now is about to hit what's coming after you. Some of you are like, I don't want no kids. Unless you jacked up. I'm not talking about your natural children. I'm talking about everything connected to you. There are lineages that you have in the spirit realm. There are people that you're supposed to help disciple. Every believer is. There are people that you're supposed to help raise up. Every believer is supposed to. And God said it's not just going to touch you, but it's going to touch everything connected to you. I want you to just do me a favor real quick, and I just want you to reach ahead. Reach ahead. Reach ahead. Reach ahead. Reach ahead. And then I want you to reach backwards. What am I reaching back was for this blessing that the Lord is giving you. You're going to teach you and reach on back to the people that are coming behind you. Everything that's coming behind you is about to be blessed with what's on your life because of your level of sacrifice. Everything's about to be touched. Everything is about to be blessed. There is stuff that your seed will walk in spiritual and natural seed will walk in that will blow their minds all because of your obedience. I need about 100 people in the room. They're not 100 people in the room, but however many people that are in the room, and whoever's online, I need you to say, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. About 60 in the room. Um, here we go. Bible says, multiply and I'll multiply you. I'll multiply your descendants, please catch this, as the stars of the heaven. If you understand anything about the stars and you understand anything about the sand of the seashore, you can't count them. The level that you're about to step into is the kind of level where you can't count. I need y'all to get this. The prophetic word to you is immeasurable. What you're about to step in, there's not a ruler. You can't get you a yardstick. You can't get you nothing to be able to count it. It's about to be so expansive. Well, you'll start counting and lose count. Hello. You'll start counting. Y'all think I'm trying to hype you. I'm trying to talk to you about what the Lord wants to release to your life. Just like he told Abraham. Hey, Thank you, Lord. I'm sorry. I have to praise for my own blessing. What's about to hit your life, you won't be able to count it. It's about to be so expansive. That's why you don't want to 
to hold on to your today and then stop your future for coming. You don't want to hold on, hold on to your now and stop the blessing that's coming upon your life. You won't be able to measure. I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking about your bank account. And I'm not only talking about your bank account. I'm talking about the many blessings that the Lord will release over your life. And they'll ask you this and they'll ask you that. This is what I told God. I said, Lord, do me like you did Oprah. Y'all ain't said nothing. Wherever I go, I want a house. Wherever place I step in, I want a house. I was over in Cabo a couple of weeks ago and they said, they go Oprah house. I said, well, how many houses does the woman have? I want the kind of blessing where you can't count it. That's what he's about to release upon your life. I wish you would just go to praising God for the next, come on, 30 seconds. Just open your mouth. What's wrong with you? I said, open your mouth right there in your home. Hey, hey, hey. Open your mouth real quick. I said, open your mouth. Lean your head back and give God a shout in advance. Hey, 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 hey. Give him a shout. Go give him, hey, go away. Give him a shout in advance for what's about to hit your life. I prophesy immeasurable, 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 immeasurable. You won't be able to count it. I got to. Let me go and close this. It's about to come on you. It's about to come on you. The Lord said not only that, verse 13, 18, turn around and said, Your seed, in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. In other words, I'm going to use your seed to transform culture, to transform lives because you obey. Let me tell you, God is something special. He has something special for the seed that's coming behind you. There are some special ones that he's raising up and that he's using their story. And no matter how the story began, he's going to get the glory out of their story. Y'all, 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 I'm going to say this real quick, and it's not because I am with any kind of political uh, uh, stance, but there's some Kamala Harris's that God is raising up in this hour. You didn't think I was going to get through this experience and not talk about that. There's some Kamala Harris's. Uh, ah, God, people that God is raising up for such a time as this. Uh, yeah, I said that. Uh, people that God is raising up to be able to so somebody the things that are possible that what somebody could never do before nobody ever looked like you in that place nobody ever walked like you in that place but because you get in position God will open up something for you that no one has ever seen anyone like you look like or do I believe that's the kind of shift that's about to happen in your life please let her story be prophetic for you please let her story be prophetic for you that God is about to sit you in places where people are going to look like you and say how did you get here and you're going to be like I was obedient I obeyed my way to the next level I gotta go I'm preaching about the blessing sit down Sherman I'm preaching about the blessing the Bible says that something powerful is coming for you Ezekiel chapter 44 verse 38 I have to read this I'm going to get out of your hair here's what the Bible says our text for today says the best of all somebody say all first fruit of any kind everybody say any kind any kind any kind any kind I'll get into that more in a second and every sacrifice um, of any kind from all somebody say all all your sacrifice shall be the priest you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal what happens this causes the blessing to rest upon your house 
sowing my first section of the field where grain ripened first. Our plan is that on January 24th of 2021, that we're going to bring God one week's salary slash provision as unto the Lord. I'm believing that we are going to release the blessing. If we're not back in person, y'all going to drive through here. And I'm going to stand right in that parking lot and release the blessing. Uh, we ain't going to let this stop. What God has locked inside of us is our obedience to the Lord. Something special. And I feel like because you are stepping into this thing and obeying God, you're about to see something so unusual that's going to hit your life. Something beyond your imagination. I want you to prepare yourself right now to not just say, God, I'll do it. But to be willing to do it with a smile. Would you lift your hands before the Lord real quick? Father, first of all, we're so grateful. Woo, we're so grateful. We're grateful for how good you've been. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your keeping power. Thank you so much for, Lord, loving us, God, and caring for us. And we thank you for this special and unique blessing that you're releasing over our lives because we come in obedience with your first fruit. But I thank you, Lord, that, Lord, even for those that are not a part of all nations, San Bernardino, that are watching this, this message was supposed to hit their life, period. This idea of willingness to obey you and to do it, God, with a smile. We, oh God, first of all, we repent for the times, Father, where we just thrown stuff at you. All of us who are watching right now, we repent for the times where we have just thrown things at you. But we come in alignment to say we obey with a smile. We align with a smile. You can have our first, you can have our only. You can have our first, you can have our only. And we say today, God, we trust you with all of our might and with all of our heart in Jesus' name. I want you to give God a big shout of praise for what's coming to your life. And thank God while you're doing Wow, that was amazing. Agreed. We want you to stay connected with All Nations San Bernardino. Do not let the uplifting stop here. Join us on Facebook or Instagram for more amazing content. We want to connect with you. And guess what? If you're in town or even out of town, come visit us at All Nations San Bernardino all the way live.